Hi there, and welcome to the Engage Customer Podcast. Our mantra is that organisations need to be where their customers are, cutting across internal silos and taking a more holistic view, delivering a consistent service across all channels, offline, online, social and mobile. For over a decade, we've helped some of the world's biggest brands engage with their target customers on a deeply emotional level with industry-leading conferences and online digital media. To find out more, visit engagecustomer.com. In this episode, we sit down with Lindsay Ashworth, Head of Digital Marketing EMEA at Aeon. Lindsay is a marketing leader who is fascinated by people and technology. She leads by fostering a culture of data-led decision-making, overlaid with marketing magic, driving commercial growth through connecting business and clients through storytelling and immersive experiences. We speak to Lindsay about what it's like to work at Aeon and more about recent projects and future plans. just actually been talking with Lindsay, uh, rehearsing our conversation, uh, and it's a really interesting one, so well done you staying on for this. This is a really good example, actually, of our theme today of customer engagement transformation. And this particular story is, is really a big transformation. Uh, I won't spoil it, I'll get Lindsay to actually introduce it. Uh, but it's a really fascinating one, and uh, again, it's another one of our on-stage conversations, so relax and... Uh, and uh, enjoy the story. So, let me now come and sit down. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Nice to still see some faces at the end of the day. Great. So, um, let's just do a little bit of scene setting. Yeah. Remind us who... Is it Aeon? Aeon. Right. Now, Often mistaken with Aeon, the electricity company. Precisely We're not, them. not. We're not them, no. Not. So, so, tell us a little bit about who you were to begin with. Yeah, so Aeon are a global... Well, known primarily for being a global insurance broker so, or pensions and investments broker. So that's what we were very much known for in the marketplace. Um, for years and years and years, been around um, kind of 40 years in kind of different identities. But Aon, that's what we were known for. So we were number two globally, known in the kind of insurance broker space, um, based in London and kind of huge HQ in Chicago, but offices, 120 offices, 120 countries, 60,000 colleagues. So quite a big player in that kind of investment and bro insurance broking space. So anybody out there who's a Man United fan, my clunk click was, oh, that's what was on the shirt. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. we sponsored Man United and decided to pull out that deal just as Cristiano Ronaldo went into the team and everyone was interested in them again. Great so timing. <laughs> really good timing. And then uh, now sponsor the Ryder Cup, which I'm not very interested in. No. I get some people are, but not many. There but anyway, go. so we were yeah, Manchester United sponsors for many years. Great. So that's the, uh, that's the brand. What are you doing within that? So I... Um, I in marketing. So I, yes. I lead our marketing function. Uh, we split it across the globe, but I lead our marketing function for UK, EMEA and APAC. Um, so I yeah, sit within marketing and have been involved a lot within our brand and CX space as well. Right. Uh, and we talk, the language you were using when you were describing the, the transformation bit was to yeah. talk about core and then core plus. Core plus. I know, very internal A on E and I have it ingrained in me. So Last September, yeah, more scene setting. Last September, we unveiled a new brand. So, um, 
for lots of us and lots of the colleagues that work for Aon, it's like, oh, it's a new logo and we unveiled this new brand. But what we were actually doing is starting a huge piece of work around repositioning ourselves to in the marketplace and also to our clients and prospects. So essentially what we've been doing is we know what we're known for in the marketplace and we've gone, right, but we do a lot of other stuff as well. We help our clients in lots of other ways. We need to be talking about that other stuff. So we've, we've named what we do as core, is which we're already known for in the marketplace. So essentially that was our kind of insurance broking and investing and pensions type space. And then we rebrand, we kind of internally we're calling everything else core plus. So all the other ways we solve issues for clients. So, so let's list out some of those. Yeah, to make those so real. The, big, the big ones are we do a lot in the MA consultancy world. Mm -hmm. So we have practices and we've done, we generally do that through acquisitions. So we, ha we have practices that support organizations of all different sizes going through either an, a merger or a divesture. And we offer all sorts of consultancy in that space. Uh, we do cyber. Um, kind of anything cyber, so cyber protection, cyber forensics, helping organization manage their cyber risks or if they have a cyber attack, helping them. But so a huge cyber practice mm. that we had. We offer a lot in the wellness space, so huge amounts of consultancy of, of organizations that are looking after the wellness of their colleagues um, and health as well. So there, there's lots that we were doing um, that we were doing quite well, or particularly in some pockets that we thought, well, hang on, we, we do this as a business, but we're not that well-known for in the marketplace. But what we started to identify, that those things that we were well, less well-known for are the big kind of marketplace themes, are the big issues that our clients are trying to grapple with. So we're saying, okay, so we're known for that over there, and we're always going to keep doing that, but there's more and more and more need for all these other things, for cyber protection, for the employee wellness, for M&A, the amount of companies that are, are buying and selling other companies is really exploding in the marketplace now. So, so we need to really elevate our messaging and our kind of what we're known for in the marketplace around these other things that we do. Brilliant. So that was it, really noticing that actually organically we'd grown more competency. Yeah. It was still not fully recognised. Let's bring that together. Yes. And what was the top level sort of strap line messaging that unified all of that? So our new branding, which we launched, and um, was we are in the business of better decisions. So we are. So we had this new branding launched, um, and that was what it was. It was interesting because a lot of the, the reasoning around doing this rebrand was our kind of EC saying, "Well, there's lack of clarity around what we do." So the initial big launch and the media kind of push and the, and the big kind of media comms was this: "We're in the business of better decisions." Well, it left people going, well, "What does that mean? That's not clarity." Yes. We don't. But what we were really trying to do is kind of unpick what we were known for, and we had this initial phase of this kind of rebranding with this new tagline, which internally people were going, well, it's just a new logo, it's just a new tagline, but it wasn't. That was really kind of the unpicking and the scene setting for the next phase, which is around going to market around the issues that we solve for clients and, and talking about these other issues. So we, we've had phase one, which is, is still running, actually, so it started September, Aon is in the business of better decision, which has had a huge media push, um, and and we've been doing a lot of education work with our clients and our inter and internal our internal clients, 
And the next phase is around looking at the issues that we solve for our clients. So those issues might be workforce resilience, ESG, mergers and acquisitions, growth, um, digitalization as well. So we're focusing more around, and these are the big issues that we solve for. So this is our phase two, which we're going to be launching at kind of September time. And then following on from that, phase three, we'll actually be talking about how we solve for those issues. So we've got this kind of 18 month, well actually it'll come up to 24 months when it's mm. complete, 24 month phased approach of this kind of flipping what we're known for in the marketplace with starting with the unpicking and the overarching brand in the business of better decisions, then talking about the, all the different issues we solve for, and then the phase three is talking about how we solve for those issues for clients. So just. Let's focus on the external part of that yeah. challenge to begin with. Um, you know, some of those famous things about it takes 10 years before everybody noticed a brand change and all of that good stuff. Yeah. And clearly, you can spend an awful lot of money. Yeah. How do you cut through that noise? What, what, have you learnt collectively anything yet about the difficulty of, of getting a message out and for people to hear it, engage with it, remember it and therefore start to relate to you differently is it too early to ask those questions or well it's not really because i think it's interesting with the branding piece um that for a branding piece you can almost throw as much money at it as you like you can have the best agencies in the world and you can go right here's our new positioning you, we work with a fabulous branding agency that we have lots of media partners around the world and you can just throw money at it for me, the bit that makes it really stick is internally and the work that we need to do internally. And I think that's where it really starts to cut through is our, well, I call them my internal clients, but our client-facing colleagues. And that's, that's where you're really going to get the cut through. So it's been an interesting learning curve that, yeah, you can throw all the money in the world of it externally, but where we really need to kind of invest and double down and keep that repetition going and keep the training going is with our internal colleagues because mm. ultimately where the value comes to our clients is that conversation that our client-facing colleagues are having day to day. So unless those people are getting it and, and they're on board and they're coming on that journey with us, it, it's slightly kind of, yeah. it's slightly meaningless. You're not going to get any ROI from that external no, spend. No, with this kind of new a... brand and the front page of the FT, yeah. that, that's great, so, but um, yeah. yeah, internally, okay. that's where it cuts through. So that's the next part of the conversation. Yes. So, so we had an interesting one, which is to say you've really got two audiences, obviously. You've got colleagues and you've got customers and clients. Yeah. And it's kind of like uh, chicken and egg, really, isn't it? Because clearly you don't want to scare colleagues by saying new things about who you've become. Mm -hmm. um, equally, I think you said people are very nervous about spending too long talking to colleagues because otherwise the story's out, there'll be leakage, and that ruins the whole impact yeah. externally. So how have you changed in terms of the way you need to orchestrate and communicate those two strands? Well, there's been a few things at play here. So one thing we did following the rebrand, so the rebrand was kind of unveiled in September, but then from January this year, we actually reorganized the whole organization. So people didn't really get it until they went, actually, and all your jobs are going to change. Not necessarily everyone's jobs, but P&Ls, reporting lines, we reorganized everything. So an example of that is where I talked about... Um, we had cyber, so we have a, what we call our cyber practice, where we do cyber forensics, cyber investigations, um, all, anything to do with cyber supporting companies with their cyber um, risks. Those type of kind of lesser known solutions, they were built and managed 
within our kind of regions and countries. So you'd have cyber brokers and professionals, and we'd build these propositions from the ground up within the regions. So we've shifted all of that. And so we've got a more impactful proposition to go to the marketplace with. We've moved all that product and solution development and marketing colleagues into global functions. So we create these propositions globally. So we have one single proposition um, that we create globally, and then that is yep. then delivered within the regions. But that really changes because our, uh, how our, how our client-facing colleague and sales colleagues work as well, because we used to be organized around solutions within our regions. So if you were kind of a, a sales or kind of growth person who, who worked at Aon, you would probably be tasked with just selling, just working with one solution, mm. retirement solutions, cyber solutions. Now what we're doing is tasking everyone that is Client going out to clients to be able to talk about all products because so, we've moved that out the, into globally. So that's a huge piece of work that we're focusing on that all colleagues, are, all client-facing colleagues are going through. It's called Delivering Aon United um, from our like, legacy Aon United project. So it's Delivering Aon United. So it's a basically being able to have an understanding of the full breadth of what Aon offers, being able to talk to clients about it. But that's a huge piece of work. How's that gone? That's pretty challenging. It's getting there. It's slowly. So it started with our kind of leaders and, it, and it's working its way down. And, it, and it's, it's not a quick fix. It's not a half no. an hour training session. The sessions, the initial sessions to onboarding people that everyone are going through, it's three full day sessions, which would have been in person. We're starting to get them back in, in person now. Yeah. But it's the full three day workshops. So even resourcing that is quite a heavy lift to pull people out of doing their jobs for three days. So that's, yeah, it's, it's not... Well, I, I also know as a trainer that it's, it's one thing in the classroom. Yeah. Afterwards, there's a huge amount of work on embedding it. Yes. And then if I'm a salesperson, I just don't want to look stupid in front of a client. So no. it's probably going to take me some further time, isn't it, before yeah, I get the confidence, confidence. Yeah. You know, to build that. So is that going to be embedded into maybe management to reinforce that and have regular Constantly. discussion? Constantly. So, yeah, it's, um, the Delivering Aon United programme is huge, and there's DAU leaders in every country, in every region, in every country. Yeah. So there's a DAU kind of leader who's like a project manager, I guess, but more than that, because it's a project manager mm. that's understanding culture change change, training, communications. Yep. So there's a lot that's going under that in the client-facing side of changing to this delivering Aon United. And I think you also said work. that within each sort of product set, or however you want yeah. to describe it, you've now got this coordination happening at a sort of global, I don't know if you use the word centre of excellence, but mm. effectively a coordinating yes. body to disseminate and keep that going. Has that been, have you used the device of pulling people from different regions and different disciplines mm -hmm. to act as that governing body. Yeah, so for our solution group, so solutions are kind of... So we have solution kind of centres. I said with each of those has a CEO and a CM, and they create okay. all that solution and proposition. And, yes, with representation from every region. Mm -hmm. So we have that. And then it's interesting, from my side in marketing, we have I have a CMO for each of those global kind of solution lines and one for each... And then I have them guys working in the regions as well. So I oversee yeah. all the regions. Um, so UK, EMEA, and, and kind of APAC being regions like that. Yeah. So we have creation done at the global level and delivery done at the regional level. Because you said it's upended your own organisation, hasn't it, in marketing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So we've reorganised marketing around yeah. how the business is organised. So we have 
marketers in the region which are called growth, which support the campaigns going out to the marketplace, and we have marketers who support the solution groups who are creating the kind of solution insights. So they create the solution insights and the content, and then we we kind of deliver it as campaigns. So my teams are all called campaign people. So they are the campaigns people delivering in the regions. And it's the kind of reflecting the model that the business have, that they create the proposition globally, yep. which are then delivered by sales within the region. So we really, it's good because we feel we, we've, in marketing, we've reflected how, how the business are organized and we, we've become much more kind of aligned and in tune to what the business is. And have you reconfigured your organization at pretty much the same speed as other areas of the business or are you slightly ahead of that uh well it's interesting because we we feel we've done it at the same speed but i think where marketing are kind of more akin and spend more time and resource investing in this kind of brand strategy which has defined this global strategy sometimes we are more ahead because yeah. the business is like well we're servicing clients and we're servicing them it's taken them a while to kind of move to this new way of thinking so although structurally on organisationally, we've kind of moved, you know, in, the, in these kind of structure charts. I think marketing are, are driving the change and this kind of brand messaging yeah, yeah. further than, faster than the commercial side. Is there a lesson sitting in there around of when you're dealing with this amount of change, yeah. it's quite surprising that it's not just a question of putting great Marcoms out. There's also a human reaction yeah. element that you have to factor in as well very much so um i think well, as i was saying you can throw as much money as you like at it externally but it, it becomes meaningless unless the people mm. who are supporting the clients are not getting it so what i guess some of the learnings that i've got, had going through the process is a you need you can never i guess communicate it enough and it doesn't stop it's never quick you need four or five times the amount of HR people <laughs> to manage that huge... Four yeah. or five amount of HR people to manage that huge amount of change because some people purely don't like change, so will leave. So when there's this amount of change going on, you also have to account for people going, actually, I, I don't want to work in a new way. I'm going to leave. So it's a big recruitment drive we've had on just to keep the lights on and yeah. servicing our clients. Um, so, yeah, we're recruiting quickly and recruiting new and different, different talent as well, actually. So, so we've had to recruit different talent because... We are looking at a different type of skill set, both in, in all our divisions, actually, because of the way we work as a business. Well, is that more so, multidisciplinary, that yeah, kind of approach? Yeah, so multi, multidisciplinary <clears throat> and just being more interested in talking about different solutions, which is, for us, it's all about finding out the needs of the client and being more interested in your client rather than being more interested in your solution. So it's right. being more kind of outwards in instead of mm. inwards out so mm -hmm. yeah you look at the needs of your client really getting under the skin of what your client needs and then understanding the full breadth of how we can offer that to a client yes understood um and in terms of landing it i.e i've heard it i've ignored it i've heard it i'm starting to react to it i've reacted to it and i'm on the right side of it mm -hmm. and now i'm confident enough to start talking to customers where are we on the milestones, do you think, generally? We're definitely not there yet. Yeah. And I think it comes in peaks and troughs. And there people go, oh, I get it. Oh, hang on, no, I don't get it. Or it's happening. Oh, no, it's not happening. Yeah. So I think the, 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 things do change in the, these type of processes. And sometimes you, you test something and it doesn't learn. So you have to be slightly agile in the way you work and roll things out. Yeah. Um, I think we're on our second peak. So I think people thought 
the initial rollout, oh, it's just a new brand, doesn't really impact what I do. Then it yeah, got announced that we're going to reorganise it and people going, okay, this does affect me, but now I'm really confused because I don't really get how. Now I think people understand the how and the why, but they're still not entirely, they haven't got the confidence. So they get, people kind of get it, they, it's a thing, it's here to stay. We are, it is a huge operational change. But we are then back on this kind of upwards curve of, okay, now I really need to do this, this and this to get to where we need to be. But my view is it's, we've still got another journey of 24 months until yep. we are kind of there, yep. both in the commercial side and in marketing. So have some of the more adventurous early adopters started those conversations with clients in a... Oh, yeah, very much so. You always get your eager beans who yeah. kind of are there at the front of the classroom learning yeah. it all, yeah. want to take it out, and which is great. So, you, yeah, it's, it's happening, but it, it's not filtered all the way down to every single kind of conversation that's happening with our clients yet. Okay, so, so as somebody still in the thick of a complex global transformation, um, what are the couple of, you know, takeaways that is worth offering out to others? Who are doing that kind of thing? What would you get, what would you do if you had a chance to do it again? I would give a lot longer lead times of um, internal education before we go out externally. Um, would you actually start there first before any external? Very much so. Okay. Very much so. So I think we were even before we were kind of going mm. externally with big announcements. We were giving people a week, and it would be an email and a video from the CEO, which I think can leave people slightly confused and not a great amount of kind of sentiment and confidence so I think a lot more a lot more lead time and lag before internally before you go externally and greater amount of kind of HR investment when you're kind of moving and shuffling across in a global way you can never underestimate the amount of HR support that all your colleagues will need put the other way around you can't that's conversations really isn't it that we're yeah. talking about there so the opportunity for people to take on board what you've told them and then want to talk about the yes. implications of that for them personally. Yeah. Resolve that, presumably conversations at home, conversations with friends, mm. integrate that, make a decision, and then be ready either to leave or to stay and, yeah. and change. Yeah, it can't be a one-way communication. It needs to be conversational, those, types, yeah. of, those okay. types of kind of change management. That's interesting. Uh, and what's the next big milestone for you then? I guess big milestone for us is we've done this kind of brand unveiling um, externally. It will be now this education piece around the problems we solve. So it will be, I mean, the, the, the main thing is just continuing moving forward with the education piece for yeah. our client-facing colleagues. And externally, it's continuing that kind of understanding about all the other issues that we can solve for over, and which, is, which will be the next kind of 18 months. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing the Thank story. Thank you. Really interesting. Good to chat. Thanks, everyone.